Hello and welcome back to the Bring It podcast. Bonjour. Hello. Um, so, uh, we were thinking recently that cinema has been way less disappointing than usual, considering that it is very, very diluted with um, rehashes, MCU, etc., etc. Um, and I think I realised the other day that a lot of the visits I've had to the cinema have been very fulfilling. And so... I guess the title of this or the, the description will include something like go to the cinema because it's a good time to. Um, so we thought <laughs> we'd just talk about all the stuff that's good lately. Yeah, there has been a lot of very good films recently. I'm looking at my recent reviews and only one of them in the last like month or two, I'd say, is bad. Yeah, although there's a lot of stuff that you haven't seen. Yeah, there is. That I'm looking and at most now. Most important things. Yeah. So, for example, Super Mario Bros. movie. Yeah, that's the one I was looking at. Uh, The unlikely pilgrimage of Harold Fry is fine, but it's a bit of a waste of time. Polite Society has a good style, but the 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 whole story is like like embarrassingly samey. Is that is that a Bollywood film? No, no, no. I so I thought it was because Odin they they do that a lot, but no, it's, it's um it's all spoken in English and it's like in England. It's done in England. Oh, okay. So, um, to be fair, you might you might be tempted to watch it because, like, you know, when you when critics rate stuff, they 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 look for stuff that's done quite well, that's like filmmaking wise, quite often. And the way that film's done is uh, it's a little bit like Rye Lane in that they um, it's a bit snazzy the way they film it and the way the way the the film's done. Mm. Uh, like they have the, these like, uh, what's that? What's that game that everyone plays? Mortal Kombat. So like it's it's not it's not really an action film. You could it could definitely not be an action film, but they turn it into a bit of an action film with a bit yeah. like Mortal Kombat fight mechanic. Like that's how it kind of works. So it's a bit cool in that way. Then it's a oh, I found the plot so hard to like deal with for the whole way through, and it wasn't even a long film. But yeah, other than that, there's there's some really good stuff out. And even I'm so um, disappointed at how I rated Renfield. Because I've looked at the stuff that I've rated recently, and it's just definitely better than all of those things. And I only gave it three. I gave it three at the time. Three and a half. Yeah, I think I'd probably go three and a half now on reflection, just because of that sort of first hour or so. Yeah, that's one of the very few films that we almost completely agreed with on every aspect of it. Mm, I was just saying that, like the first hour was Mm. so incredibly original, really funny, and by far the best part of it and then like yeah the last half an hour 40 minutes however long it was just became incredibly like generic for most yeah. of it and mm-hmm. shame. but neither of us thought that it was enough to ruin the whole experience because there were still bits you could enjoy in the last 30 40 minutes there yeah. was still enough to enjoy to make the whole film good but it just it went from like what could have been a really good like memorable comedy to just a fine one. Yeah, I I think that's. I just had a bit less patience for it. It's probably just because of how many I've watched in mm. that do the same thing. That yeah. maybe as a straw that broke the camel's back. Uh, but yeah, that first yeah it was so good for the the start, and I was so surprised. Especially like the action sequences as well. Like they were so well done. Yeah. It's probably deep. It's probably, it's probably a style that's been done before. But it just surprises you every time you see it. Every time you see like really good action sequences in films that don't necessarily need it or are advertised in that way, mm. um, it's just always nice. So yeah, Renfield. If you if you need like a sort of 
uh, a comedy that isn't too pedestrian, I suppose, yeah. then that's that that's the good one to go for. Even though it looked tacky, the trailer looked well tacky. I don't. Rory isn't Rory hasn't seen Renfield yet, is he? No. Nope. Uh, but you've seen. I, the, you, I imagine you've seen the trailer. Yeah, many times. What did you think of the trailer? I thought it looked quite funny. I, I didn't find it tacky. I don't really know. I I, do, I don't expect that film to look polished. It just looked like a sort of oddball comedy to me. Uh, I, thought, like I thought the trailer did a pretty good job of selling the film. I hate yeah. trailers. I just hate trailers. You do hate trailers. I think, yeah. I think they, they just they always sell like, like a, a sort of a pacing that, that just... I don't know. I don't know. I, I haven't properly nailed what I hate so much about them yet, so I'm not going to try and rant about it. I don't like but, them, but I don't think you can put... <laughs> Can you put a, a slow-paced trailer out? Trailers no. are meant to be quick and snappy to like get yeah. people's attention. That's that's how they're made, and that's the reason they're made. If if you did them slowly, people wouldn't be interested in them. Yeah, exactly. And I know that's, they're they're I there know. to sell the film, so they're going to put the bits from the film that will sell it, and they're going to do, do think, it in a way that will sell it. Do you think maybe marketing might change soon? Well, not soon, but like at some point, because you I know mean, how like you know how um, a lot of the time. Um, the, the the really good marketing, the really solid marketing that gets it like viral, is actually like a leaked scene rather than a trailer. Do you um, think that might become mainstream at some point? Probably, I don't know. I mean, it will definitely change because yeah. trailers trailers now are different than they were ten, fifteen years ago. They're yeah. completely different. So there's no way this is like the f- finished product of trailers. They're going to change. Yeah, hopefully like, soon. Fifteen years ago, every trailer had that deep voice going. Like just speaking over you know, narration, yeah. Like that—that's what trailers were, and people like those trailers are a lot worse than the trailers we get now. That, that guy—that guy must have been so rich. In a world, I love I mean, that that South Park skit where they do all of the different Adam Sandler films. They're like, Adam Sandler is a carrot, and today this carrot's got himself in a little mess. I don't know. I don't know that one. Don't know that one. <laughs> have you ever seen that? And they no, just no, keep. I, I've, through, I've watched one episode like, of South Park. They go through like five different films, and they're like, "Adam Sandler is." This is good. I'll link. You've it watched after. one episode. I've watched like four or five, and I feel like I've let myself down. Yeah, I've only watched like. I mean, I, the one episode I watched, I didn't think it was overly funny, and then I never bothered watching anymore. Wow. Yeah. No, I've seen enough. See, like out of like out of nowhere scenes to know that it's definitely funny i just haven't committed to it because it's a lot there's a lot of it and it's always scary uh and also a lot of those like sitcomy no not sitcom but, like a lot of these cartoons they have like strong seasons that aren't season one so i've really i feel worried about starting it from season one but yeah it's definitely in terms of like um like satire and stuff like that i'm pretty it's, it's pretty high on a lot of people's lists so i would but anyway, that's we're not talking about TV. Yeah, so why don't you stop? Yeah. Um Yeah, there's actually not a lot of things on this list that is still out that you've that you've seen. I mean there's still air, air's still getting the occasional one day showing. Yeah. We would and highly that, recommend it. Bloody good that film. Have we already favorite? talked about air? I don't know. Huh? Have we already what? talked about air on here? On here, um probably, but like not not as a focus, I imagine. Okay. I don't actually know. Um, air was yeah, no, air was like there were so many things I was expecting air to be, and it just wasn't. I d- I thought it was just going to be a big like film about triumph and winning. About air. Mm. That, well, we know what that, that meant. Stuff. 
We need I didn't, that stuff. I didn't know what that actually meant at the time, what even air? though I should have been able to work it out. Because well, obviously it's Nike Airs, isn't it? Well, yeah, but I don't but I didn't yeah. think of that at the time, which is just I don't know why. Why is it fifteen? Nike, Nike, as they say, they swear a lot but, in it. Do yeah, they? Oh, anything below a a twelve A is only allowed one fuck in the right. run time, and they <laughs> said it a lot. To be fair, films like that, you wouldn't really like fourteen year olds aren't really going to be that interested and that tuned into it, are they? Most most fourteen year olds. I mean, I know that's why they did it. I just yeah, I just, it's 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 sort of a film for someone who like is a little bit interested by stories about business and stuff mm. like that. So you know, I can sort of see why they did it. But I mean, I think, I mean, I know Ben Affleck didn't write it, but given the films that he's directed, it's very much in his. He's not gonna. He doesn't really do the ones that are meant for like kids, mm. or just like none of his films are like that. So it doesn't really surprise me. They're starting up a lot of um, production company, aren't they? Uh, maybe I don't know. Yeah, they are. Him and Matt Damon. That was their first and film. Hopefully, hopefully the second film is Goodwill Hunting too. He's back. <laughs> good, Goodwill Hunt some more. Oh, seen, have, you seen the, have you seen the spoof of that? They made like a little spoof of it. It's quite funny. You might have to um, just find it online later. I, I, on the I don't think I have. It's quite yeah. It's quite funny. I don't. I'm looking at some of these now. Some of the ones I'd recommend out of out of the ones that you have both seen. We've literally only got Evil Dead Rise in terms of stuff that's still showing. Unless there's yeah. like um, an Evil Dead Dungeons and Dragons. There are still some showings I saw. Are there? That was not that relevant. was. That was pretty good. That was quite enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. It was I, pretty I, good. I very much enjoyed that film. I, I think I gave it higher than both of you, but I really enjoyed it. I don't it. think it's still showing. So I saw some it, it is. It is still showing. I had a look on I swear on, on Odeon it was still showing. Yeah, I was going to say, I looked Not this yesterday week. and it was, it, I saw some showings of it. I swear it's okay. showing tonight. I, I might mm, be wrong. No. I'm, I'm no. literally looking from now until the end of the week. There's no showing, so it might, well, have, it might be finished. Either way, it but, still counts. Well, it might be on stream soon. I don't know. I've, I've followed a, a new Twitter account, which I would shout out, but it's got. I, I don't have to take time to find it. Um, but uh, I now know what when stuff comes on stream. Well, which Air is interesting. Comes on Amazon Prime on the twelfth of May, I believe. So. Oh, that was always. If, if you can't catch it at the cinema, you've only got ten days, and then you can watch Air. Hmm. Yeah. Which. Um. Hundred percent recommend. Incidentally, I think a big one that's on a, a few streaming, tra- uh, streaming platforms is A Man Called Otto. That's just come out on um, mm. a few streaming platforms. That was I found that surprisingly enjoyable, considering it seemed like it was loaded to be just a film about wholesomeness, which I'm I'm anti not I'm not anti wholesomeness. Anti wholesomeness. I'm, <laughs> I'm anti films that lean heavily on wholesomeness and don't really try hard at anything else. I'm not. I think I think films like that are necessary. I've just described a film that's bad but wholesome, Tom. It didn't try anything else, but it's wholesome. But oh, there's yeah, like but the family hugs at the end. Not not everything needs everything else. That's deep. Yeah, that's you know. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, horror films don't need wholesomeness. <laughs> you know, something some things can just be wholesome, and that's okay, and it can work. Who invited Beetlejuice on the radio? <laughs> I was talking the new one. 
Anyway. That was a good one, that. It would have it would have been great if you knew Beetlejuice well. I not not like I know. Do you did you yeah, do you know him well? Well I, I I saw a lot of the Howard Stern show stuff. Ah. So I like the um I, Beetlejuice clip where he's a boxing trainer and he's like, When you get in there, you listen to everything I say. He say like don't don't pay any attention to what I'm telling you. Just do what I tell you. <laughs> Yeah, you just gotta get in there, and do it, all right? Just do what I say. He's, he's so awesome. I, I think he's acting up. From what I've heard, he's acting up a bit, um, but like still funny. Very funny. Um, um, yeah, Evil Dead Rise. That's the, the best. Amazing. Yeah, loving it. Loved it. It was such a sensory watch. I thought, mm, like, yeah. it was just. I didn't even. Uh, I didn't even think about like, oh, do I like the narrative? I remember just thinking. Everything looks and sounds so good that I'm not mm. having to think at all. Yeah. And that's what horror... I think that's what horror should be. Like, they should just be... They should just be something that makes you feel that, like you're there. Yeah. First mm. and foremost. And that's not the same with all genres. Sometimes genres should, like, leave you thinking about stuff. Mm. And, but I do think, like, pure horrors. I do like them when they're like that. That, so, that was the... That was the first film in a very long time that actually got my adrenaline pumping. Like mm. I actually felt like my I don't know what the what my blood was up when I left the cinema from mm. the end. It generally it, it got me worked up, which doesn't happen a lot with even horror films at the moment. I haven't seen one that good for a very long time. I was going to say, didn't you like when we left the cinema when we watched it? Didn't you say something about your like your heart was still racing or something? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, that was the second yeah. time I saw that, and I was just like, yeah, same. <laughs> it's just and, um, it's so intense just constantly and it, it was beautifully shot it doesn't get yeah and it doesn't get boring me and you were, were talking about shots from the film after and i don't yeah. think we've done that with a lot of films recently yeah and it wasn't like a big shot it was like a random shot at the start where they just yeah light fish eye lens on a house and it just made it look slightly off and slightly yeah. weird it made um, it look like like, I assume it was an effect. If not, it's just like the coolest looking place ever where like it was on a hill and all of the trees are just like branching in onto the house like they're being dragged down to it. If it's not an effect, yeah. I want to go to that place because it looks cool. <laughs> like it was just simple <laughs> shit. Yeah, it was just simple shit like yeah. that. It was just beautiful. It has to be an effect. I was going to yeah. say, cool. I imagine that was camera work. I mean, either way, cool as fuck. I, I must. I I, I rewatched it and I enjoyed it. I, well, I mean, I rewatched the first hour because that was my favorite bit, and I had to go. I had to go at that point. Um, but I must say, of all the things that, and I love the title sequence a lot. I think it was mm. definitely something that was better the first time round because I wasn't expecting it. Mm. Uh, because I had a lot of expectation on it coming back around, and also I'd seen it online a few times. It yeah. definitely, it was definitely something that surprised you the first time round because you're like, you don't expect the title sequence yet because everything's still quite threatening. Stuff is happening still, and then it just appears mm. while she's hanging up off the lake. So, like that—that that was objectively one of the best bits of the film. But yeah, and then the egg I mean, scene was my was my like that was the bit that was as good the second time watching it as well. Yeah, just so well, I, so tense and weird. I remember you saying well ages ago, you saying that After Sun has your best ending, your favorite ending to a film that you've seen in ages. I think this has my favorite beginning to a film that I've seen in ages. Maybe yeah. other than the Batman, but that's 
a lot older than this film. It came out, yeah, like over a year ago now. But that's the only film I can think of recently that had a, as good of an opening than this. The Batman, I remember thinking, I remember thinking it was going to be my favourite film at least of the year when I saw that mm. opening. Yeah. Um, it didn't, I don't think it was the same for the rest of the film. Mm. Uh, but that's, that opening was like expertly done. Like it truly yeah. understood like the, the Batman effect. Yeah. Uh, Everything about that first 10 minutes is just pure unadulterated Batman. Um, while we're talking about shot choices on Evil Dead Rise, that um, it, and it got me in the trailer as well. I was annoyed actually I'd seen it in the trailer because I wanted to see it for the first time in the film. That like screwdriver scene when when she starts, like her face kind of changes from sadistic to like focused and then she starts trying to get the thing, the drill, like towards her and you get that screwdriver. POV. Yeah, oh, I was confused the power drill. The power drill? The power drill. You mean yeah. the tattoo gun? Is it a tattoo gun? Yeah. Okay, the tattoo gun. Yeah. Okay. They, they do look kind of similar. I mean... What, a screwdriver yeah. and, a, and a, a tattoo gun? A power drill I mean, and a really. tattoo gun. Right, okay, yeah. Stop well, yeah. Vaguely. Oh, come on. They they literally, you press, press, you press, press a, big, a big, like, bulky, and they've got a handle, and, like, you can see, like, the... It actually looks like a screwdriver the... wearing round at the end. Henry, I hate to break it to you, but most tattoo guns don't have like triggers. They have a pedal that you press. Yeah. But you, you know, um, carry on. Yeah, that, I'm just saying that 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 was that was a really good shot as well. <laughs> of, of you basically like you not you can't even make out what's coming at you because your eyes can't focus that close. Mm. That that like- shot choice. They, I like the way it sort of played with your expectations as well, because I feel like anyone watching that scene is like, that's going to go in her eyeball. Mm. And then like in the, last, in the last second, they're like, nah, it's all right. You've got worse things coming up. So we'll, there, we'll let you have this one. There was an element of lovable plot armour with those kids. So, you know, plot I liked armor. it. Well, yeah, like they, they survived beyond their means at times. You know, I, mean, I liked them. I like. I thought they were resilient characters, so yeah. I did kind of like that. I was. I, can't, very, I wouldn't say they had plot armor, but they did have like, plot armor. They did have plot armor because they put a, a cupboard in front of the door and it stopped a demon. Yeah, yeah but that they de- they never made any point to make to say that that demon had super human strength, just that it but was it, possessing a human body. But the, the sides of the, the door were like glass panes and you saw her break stuff like that much earlier in the film without really worrying about hurting the body. I d- it, was, it was slightly plot armor. I didn't mind it because it was cool having her stuck out in the mm. corridor. But I mean, it was I, nice I, I just, in my head, plot armor is just something that keeps characters alive for the whole film when they shouldn't be alive. Okay, well, 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 maybe, maybe it's it's more it's more that they you knew they were going to survive beyond like at a certain point you knew maybe they'd be in trouble, but you mm. knew they weren't going to die too soon because they'd been built up as solid well, characters. Yeah, so I mean, if you couldn't tell by our weird worming around it, this has got spoilers, and a lot of the characters do die, which <laughs> is why I'm arguing that not really plot armor. Uh. Mm, well, I mean, you could, but you could say plot armor about a lot of the times people have used the term plot armor. They have eventually died at some point. Yeah, 
but like things have to last a certain point because you need right, suspense. Yeah. Suspense doesn't last if, if people die quickly to demons. Mm. I think, like to a be fair, film. I think I, I can definitely see it, though, obviously, because when she's out in the hallway, she kills about five people, one of which has a shotgun in about 10 seconds. So I can see that. Mm. But like, I feel like a lot of the time she doesn't really have like the means to kill them at those points. Mm. Yeah, like she can just bite eyes out. Apparently, so you'd you'd imagine that that in that in that um that scene with the the tattoo drill that she wouldn't have Mm. had any trouble finishing that job if it hadn't been for cinematic sort of yeah rules. Um, getting hit or whatever happened to her. But uh, another thing I thought was really worth mentioning. I mean, obviously, is it Alyssa Sutherland? That's is that her name? Yeah, that's that is. her name. Yes. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like she was, she was phenomenal. And I think, yeah. and I tweeted about this. I think it would be nice if we broke, finally broke the mold with 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 giving actors like horror, horror actors horror. awards. Yeah. yeah. Because like, that's really that's like textbook. That is textbook, isn't it? Like if you were to give yeah. like an award for anything. You'd be like, oh wow, she looked totally subhuman and yet human. That's the thing, like the way she would flip like on a dime between like the mother and the demon is like ridiculously well done. Did you catch on to that thing about it being like rep is it reptilian? Reptilian, yeah. Yeah, like she she moved like she was like a snake. Yeah. Or like a lizard, and it was and it was so yeah. uncanny. Yeah, Almost. you see it immediately as well, like the way she like slides out of the bath, mm. and her eyes, and like the way, yeah, and the way she's crawling around the roof mm. or the ceiling, yeah, like it's it's there a lot. It was it was meant to be a butt actually, but I the reason I said it is because the I thought the child actors were very good, and I hate I hate when child actors aren't good because I don't want to say in a review the child you child actors were bad in case they for whatever <laughs> reason they see it because it's not that's not helping anyone is it. But it seems relevant in a review. But they were, they were very, very good. There wasn't a lot of overacting. Was no real need for it, I suppose. Uh, but it was just, yeah. They they took they take you along for the ride, basically. When when victims in horror are good at acting and good at conveying shock, it kind yeah. of makes you feel more present. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, that's that's all the ones I think I can see. Um... Danny did well as well, just in yeah. that role, because it was their fault. Like the whole situation was their fault, everything. Mm. But they did enough in their performance wise to make us still be like, I mean, like, yeah, it's their fault, but like, I want them to survive. Yeah. I, I and, actually like, couldn't really, like, you knew it was their fault, but you couldn't really blame them that much. Mm. I, I think am, that's a lot of that is down is down to the performance. Mm, definitely, yeah. I I actually timed it the second time round from sort of the start of when we were introduced to these primary characters yeah. and sort of when things started going. I think when things started going wrong, I suppose. Yeah, and I remember think realizing that their um their roles in the family were very very clearly defined quite quickly, mm. and they did that quite skillfully. I think people would say it's ru- people could say it was rushed if it was any other genre of film. Yeah. In horror you you accept it because you know it's not the, the you point. Need, yeah. It's just getting to yeah. scares basically. 
but like literally within the first like five seconds you had like a tracking shot going into someone else yeah. into someone else's room like you obviously like the there was a single mother who was basically she had made it so that her kids were basically independent she sent she sent um them out for pizza mm. you know make daddy the designated driver you showed that the um what was her name uh bridge bridge Bridget. something Bridget. Bridget, she she Bridget. was like she was headstrong. I can't you was... got the bridge bit, and you were like, I can't think of the rest. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think they called her Bridge. Maybe yeah, they did. Yeah, um, they... and Cass can... was yeah. the other one. Was it Cassie or Cass? Uh, Cassie, I think so, I think so yeah. yeah. But they showed her. So they showed Bridget as headstrong because she was, you know, she was going on. She was going on these marches and stuff. Um, mm. He was like he was quite expressive, and he he was also whenever there was like a task, like you know, dragging her to the to the stairs or anything like that, he was like the one who helped the adult. Yeah, and it was like it was quite yeah. it was consistent in that way, and I remember thinking it just felt quite they felt like quite a real family. Yeah, in that the sense. dynamic was very well done, and it's little things that probably wouldn't get talked about in a film mm. like that where there's other things wouldn't get talked about that often but i, me- I knew yeah. there were things that made me like it more i remember when i was re-watching it i remember thinking how much like i the first time i watched it i knew that stuff was like foreshadowing like dropping the scissors under the thing and like the broom like dull mm. thing getting snapped in half i remember thinking this is probably foreshadowing they're gonna yeah. be like oh if they need these later but when i watched it the second time knowing everything about it i just the way it was done was just so like natural and I just loved it because films do this all the time. Every film ever. It's just like, if you're going to have someone shoot someone later, you need to show at some point that there is a gun in the situation. Otherwise it's not going to make any sense. Um, Mm. But so many films do it and so many films do it in such a, like a weird, unnatural way. And like, this one was done so subtly that like, even though I could see it happening, it didn't bother me at all. I, um, also, by the way, I've just re- I know we've all we've all watched Azumi, so that would be something to talk about. Except I think that's already done. Yeah, it's because it got released last year in a, a couple places. I think. Oh. And I think it only had a very limited release here. Yeah, and that's something it's, that's something you want to watch in the cinema as well. Yeah, it's, I saw somewhere though that I think globally it's got like the sung like the third highest anime like box office ever like anime film wow. which is kind of insane oh yeah probably like your name coattail is there yeah that is off the back no, of I that think, I, I think your yeah yeah sorry i thought you were saying your name made more no it didn't yeah yeah it was a bit like how age of ultron probably made more than the avengers or something that's probably a, actually that's probably not yeah. true, but there's definitely examples like think, that of, of lesser sequels. Yeah, I was going to say I think Age did make less. I think just like because I don't think we realised how much of like a cultural thing the first Avengers was because we were all like twelve, thirteen at the time, but that was like a massive thing, like ridiculously uh, big. I think. I mean, I, mean I, I remember it in the magnitude in my own head was pretty huge because I was mm. thinking of all these superheroes that I grew yeah. up with. Yeah, um, that's like the first time ever that like like multiple superheroes were on screen at the same time. Like all the films before, other than like X Men, but I think like, I, I remember before. I remember Age of Ultron feeling bigger than Avengers. I yeah, don't, know I don't why. remember that. I don't. I, I think like... I watched it in the cinema. 
Well, we were loads of us went to watch two in the cinema. Oh, oh, I see, right. Or maybe we didn't. I don't know. I, I think I watched it in the cinema. That's all I. But either way, we, it was just the the idea of them all coming back together, and there was new characters mm. being introduced, and yeah. Ultron was being put in, and was meant to feel like this be this massive new villain. Ultron um, was bigger than Loki, you know. I think in the in the MCU before the MCU, if you know what I mean. Yeah, definitely. He's like a well, big like, as a comic books character. As yeah, yeah, as a thing, like yeah. Ultron was like as big as Doctor yeah, yeah. Doom or something. It's funny Not that they've only they've, they only used him once, didn't they? Like they've only used him once, and that's it. He was in, he was in What If? I reckon he'll uh, come oh, yeah, back. It'd be so easy for him to come back. Very, he's... Apparently, he's supposed to come back in Armor Wars, which is Don Cheadle's TV show or film. I think it's a film now, actually. Apparently, mm, that sounds back in that. That doesn't sound all that interesting to me, but I mean. But I mean, not, not Ultron no coming way. back. I just mean Don Cheadle's TV show. Like, apparently is it just about no, War Machine? I think it's a film. Apparently, the synopsis is something about Tony Stark's text being like stolen or like it's been sold, and he has to like sort it out or something. Yeah, that's and then, like, if that. And then something to do with Ultron. That'd be more palatable if it's like an hour and a half film than six episodes. No, yeah, I th- they, they said they're changing it to a film, I think. Yeah, okay, that's all right then. It's kind of cheating, by the way, but in, in something talking about whether it's worth going to the cinema, like Guardians of the Galaxy is apparently very good. So, yeah. off other people's reviews, we'll probably say this that's time out tomorrow. tomorrow. I'll be in the cinema watching it. I will be with you. I'll have yeah. watched it by then because I can't do it in the evening. So. But anyway, um, I've just, I'm looking at my letterbox because I was an Odeon. There's a lot of stuff here that I've seen that's maybe coming out on stream or coming out at the cinema soon because I got an early screening of How to Blow Up a Pipeline as well. And I'd say that's definitely something to go out and watch. I, well, I say definitely. It, it's definitely something you want to watch. I know a big part of this is like, because cinema's a tenor, you've got to really, a big part of it has got to be whether it's something you have to see on the big screen. Um, and I think maybe that's not one. It's just a really yeah. good film in general. Um, it's quite politically charged. I think there's it's, it got bombed quite a lot because it was like there was there was the rumours that it was like it was like um, egging on the terrorism of like American infrastructure, like you yeah. as you can probably tell. Uh, but I mean, like I just sort of ignored that and thought about the film in general, as I try to do. Um, the Pope's Exorcist. I think if you're, I mean, it's pretty much been dwarfed by Evil Dead Rise. But a Pope, the Pope's Exorcist is another like sort of classic horror film that had something that made it decent. Mm. Uh, so, so maybe I'd say if you were looking to watch a couple of horrors this month, then that one's yeah. worth it. I do always I'd, find it very odd when horrors manage to get massive A-list celebrities to be like their star because it like most horrors don't. He made, he, well, he made the be. film. Oh, did he? What, like... Rory no, no, no. Did. He, like, he oh. made the film. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe uh, maybe he was just interested in this priest, whoever he was. I haven't yeah. seen it. Oh, I think they wanted to set up a sequel, which was kind of pathetic. Apparently the way they did it. They've already, they've already, like, doing it. Like, I mean, that's, that's pathetic. Yeah. There was no need for a sequel. They're doing a Smile sequel as well, which I'm more excited for. Is it called Frannel? To be fair... That'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
To be fair, you know what's funny about that is that if if you just walked around and people were doing a frown, you'd be less creeped out. That's how, <laughs> yeah. that's how rubbish society yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> we're all frowning all the time, and the smile is what creeps us out and makes like and gives us the fright, like genuine chills when we see yeah. someone doing a smile. Look at society, would, Rory. Look at society. The, what would the third one be called? Neutrality. It would be yeah. called um, straight line face emoji oh god <laughs> we can't tell if they were among us or not everyone's got a straight line face we'd just be looking out in crowds so people look neutral looking yeah uh, he's been neutral for quite a while i saw you you'd have to celebrate you'd have to when to, you'd ha- yeah you'd have to go to like a comedy show and then you'd be able to tell yeah yeah like bring, bring out the best comedians in the world to tell mm. big jokes in front of crowds of people and then like you'd be like you'd that's scan, the one after me you'd scan the crowd for people who didn't laugh mm. Like that Futurama episode with the neutral people. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't wife, feel hello. strong feelings either way or the other. <laughs> Sound the beige alarm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one of my favourite jokes. That's, that's a good episode. Um, okay, and there's two more. Uh, there's Missing, which I'm sure is on your, your list. Uh, mm. it, it, was a, it was a very surprising thriller. It, it was another one where I was like, I was not really. I thought it was something that just seemed hashed together by the trailer. I yeah. thought it was something that was just like, oh, Unfriended did it quite, you know, average. Let's see if we can do it a bit better. Because it's, cause it's all like on a desktop. The whole film, thing is filmed like on a desktop. In the end, it's actually very cool uh, how they managed to film basically everything from the desktop or from a webcam or some something yeah. similar. Um, and also, the, the just the general writing, like the investigation, uh, like something goes wrong and a teenager has to use their just classic web skills to work it out. And the way they actually did that, and also the mystery itself, it wasn't just bluff, double bluff, oh, but that thing earlier, you know, it was actually very, very cleverly done and I was actually blown away by it. I probably wouldn't watch it again just because I know now. Um, And also, I don't think you need to watch it at the cinema. I think that's something, once it's out on stream, I think that's definitely something you should watch. Yeah. I think that would blow out of the water most of your streaming stuff. That very, I was going to say, that very much strikes me as a film that will be on Netflix within the next five months. I hope so. Well, it's still got a bit of hype. Yeah. Um, And also, the last one is Infinity Pool, which I see. Did that actually come out in the UK? recently or was it just Odeon being no, rubbish that's, again? I think it's Odeon being rubbish I think that film's been released for a very long time I just don't think Odeon hadn't been any showings of it 24th of March that is horrendous that is yeah. actually horrendous I've literally, if I'd have seen one showing I'd have gone to it Yeah, and there hasn't been a single one I mean I mean if it's been this long I imagine it, it, that's another one that might be on stream soon I'd also I'd yeah. say that's another one where it's already been released on Blu-ray. I've seen people have them. Like, oh, they've got yeah. it on like physical copies already. Henry, I, I, mm-hmm. did did um did Mia Goth carry that film? Uh, she would have if it wasn't for um Al- Alexander Skarsgård, isn't it? Skarsgård. Yeah, he was. He was also good. He was also very good, but yeah. Mia Goth, especially later on, in the because because obviously. I think she was a bit of a bland character at one point. Not not bland, but she she you know things happen and suddenly the acting needs to be better in order to sell yeah. what's going she, on. She she does crazy so well. 
Yeah. She's yeah. such a strange, like her her face is kind of strange looking, not even in a bad way. I, I don't know how to, just, how to describe it. She's kind of weird looking. She talks kind of weird, but it just works. It's so watchable. Yeah. Is she American? No, she's yes. English. She's she English, is. isn't she? I thought she was, I'm fairly sure she's American. Someone Google it. I'll Google I'll it. Um, yeah, she was, she was, there were certain scenes where I was like, oh yeah, my God. English. She is oh. English. Okay, that like makes but sense. But she's got a Canadian father, so yeah. I guess I'm technically right. <laughs> I thought well, no, were but... th- like... <laughs> no. there were certain. I, I I highly recommend you both see this because this is this is right along the lines of half the conversations we've been having recently about mm. abstract horrors. Because uh, I am yeah. never a fan of them usually because I think it's just. It's a way of achieving the 95% Rotten Tomatoes score for being cleverly written without being mm. cleverly written. But I think this one was, it was enticing and it had enough direction in terms of like what it was trying to say that, it, that, that, I, that I enjoyed it. Even though there was like clearly, it was a bit more on the nose with the fact that it was like a fever dream. It was a bit on the note, like it actually had sort of reasoning behind why it might have seemed that way. But like the general message, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about when you see it. Mm. But it was um, like acting wise, it was great. I think you were constantly intrigued. It definitely wasn't like the best like film in terms of plot, like the whole way through. But you could, you were intrigued watching it because you like you were like, yeah. And and also the ending is so open ended that it's going to it's like you're going to lose your minds. We, we're probably gonna have a massive debate about that when you see it because another it's another thing, isn't it? Open ended endings. Like, 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 how much are you supposed to interpret it, or like, is there actually supposed to be a set ending that the writer had in mind, or are you, is yeah. everyone just has supposed to have their own interpretation? But yeah, it, it was it was interesting enough, and it had some it had some undertone messages and stuff. But yeah, the, I think the focus was Alexander Skarsgård and Mirgoff, but mainly Mirgoff, even though he was as good as he probably could have been. I think Mirgoff's character very was good like, in the Northman. He's excellent in that. Mia Goff's character, I think, was probably just a high difficulty. If you think of it like diving. Like okay. like high difficulty. Like the, 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 the execution was the same, but Mia Goff's like uh difficulty Retired that she chose. More. Yeah. Mm. I was like there was there was like I think there was like one take it wasn't like the longest take, but there'd be a take of her being, you know, catcalling in one manner. And then saying nothing for a little bit, and then her behaviour completely switching, and you saw that transition happen while she was still. And I yeah. was like, I was like entranced <clears throat> by it. I don't know if I would have been three years ago watching that kind you should, of stuff. You, you should watch Pearl. I want like to. Pearl. I want to. Is that on? That's not on Amazon Prime, is it? Because I thought it was. No, it's not. X is. I've seen that's X. A, she's great. She's great in X. Pearl, Pearl yeah. was done as a limitless screening so it's done that thing where it's just when we saw it was a limitless one and like here's this it's going to be coming out soon and then it hasn't come out yeah oh i hope that's not the same for house blood pipeline actually it might already be because i think it was supposed to come out late april that's the thing pearl came out in a lot of cinemas in america last year so odin is proper naff isn't it yeah yeah cheap though when you've got limitless so that's why we do it yeah yeah but Imagine if I have to go every man. I might actually actually start. I might actually have to start googling every man showings, just so I can yeah, actually watch some stuff. I do have extra ones, yeah. Yeah. Because after Sun was in Every Man about two months before the first screening, Odeon did of it. Mm, yeah. 
But no. yeah. Anyway, so I don't know if we briefly talk about streaming stuff. Nah, that's not because nah, it's been forty-five minutes or so. so. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cheers for coming, lads and lasses. No problem, and, mate. And everyone, basically. Right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you've enjoyed. Oh. Yankee Dangy Doody. Oh, Alanga Dangadoogie. Yeah.